coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. You exercise and you eat right. Don't let yourself go down. If you're trying to be attracted to a certain man, a certain husband, you want a man that has a six pack and you, you, you know, you just looking, you know, yeah, they're going to love us, but I'm just saying. They have preferences too. They know what they like and you know what you like. So you present that which you want to be. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello, 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 hello everyone and welcome back to the Finding Peace Within podcast. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton and hello to those of you who are watching via YouTube. I want to say thank you as always for watching the Finding Peace Within podcast. The Finding Peace Within podcast was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness and how do we do that? We do that by studying the word of God and identifying the things that need to be changed about ourselves and doing the necessary task and work that we need to do to get that peace that we also desire. I want to say thank you again to all of those of you who have been lifting us up in prayer and um, interceding for our family as we still yet um, mourn and celebrate the life of our father who passed on January the 22nd of 2021. We miss daddy. We miss him. But again, we know that he is in a better, much better place. So thank you again for that. As I continue to um, talk about the Proverbs 31 woman, I've had many of you um, reach out to me and say how blessed you are with the series. If you haven't been following me on my social media platforms you can find me on facebook elisa wilson dalton you can find me on twitter at i am lisa dalton you can find me on youtube lisa l dalton everything is is about lisa l dalton just google my name you can find me there also i want to to let you all know my book is still available Today's investment, tomorrow's return, 25 personal investments that will add value to your life. Available on Amazon and Kindle. It's available on Nook. It's available um, however you would like for it to get it. Like to get it, PDF. I can send it to you if you want it digital. It is available for you that way as well. Now, before we get into this podcast, y'all know I like to open up with the word of prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We honor you and we praise your name, Father. We just thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your peace that surpasses all understanding. We thank you for how you just continue to cover us with your blood. And we are really, really made strong in your strength when we are weak. I ask that you be with me as I teach this lesson on wisdom, on self-respect, on how to be that Proverbs 31 woman slash wife. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. Now, let's get, as my um, boss would say, let's get this party started. But we're not having a party, we're having a study. So, last week, we talked about, um, oh yeah, we're still studying from the book, The Proverbs 31 Woman, A Study Guide by E.R. Reed. It is, I'm sure, available on the internet if you want to 
get it. It's a good book, y'all. I, I suggest if you're a young woman and you're wanting to prepare yourself for marriage for your husband, there's a whole lot more to it than what we think there is to it. There's a whole lot to being a wife and being married. And um, I know a lot of us women, we we think about what he can do for us, what the husband can do for us. But really, what can you do for him? Because we married to serve each other, not to just be served, right? Not to just be served. Last week, we talked about capacity, quality, and diligence of being a Proverbs 31 woman. So this week, we're going to talk about wisdom, self-respect, and waiting in God, not just waiting on God, but waiting in God. Wisdom. What is wisdom? Having knowledge and knowing how to apply it. When and how. That's wisdom because we can have knowledge of something and apply it at the wrong time. But wisdom tells us when to apply that which we know. Plain and simple. Applying that which you know in the time it needs to be applied. So a Proverbs 31 woman, this is what it says, Proverbs 31 and 21. Her family has warm clothing and so she doesn't worry when it snows. She's prepared ahead of time. She operates in preventative medicine. I call her a PCP. Y'all know in medical, in the medical field, PCP stands for primary care provider. But a Proverbs 31 woman is also a preventative care provider, but she is the one who foresees things before they happen in the household. She's your PCP, her, your preventative care provider in the house. A Proverbs 31 woman is a mother telling her young son, how to look and what to look for in a wife. That's what's happening in Proverbs 31. It's not just um, David just writing us, you know, a poem to us women on how we should be wives and how we should prepare ourselves to be a wife. But this is a mother telling her young son what he should be looking for in a wife. And he says she, her mom, his mom says she should be a wise woman, knowing how to apply that which she knows. And the word of God says in James 1 and 5, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally. So women, if you don't have wisdom today as a single wife, <laughs> yeah, you're already a wife. That's one thing we got to realize, ladies, you are already operating as a wife. You're already making wise decisions. You're already doing things. And she says here, in the face of danger or, or hardship, we should not have to worry because we have ensured the well-being of our families by walking in righteousness. We should always be aware of what is going on, going on around us, both spiritually and in the natural. We have to be in tune with the Holy Ghost so that we can obtain wisdom from God on every matter. We only need to seek him 
for wisdom. Again, James 1 and 5 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally. I have been, of course, in my years of being married, um, you all know marriage number three, I've had to make um, wise decisions, knowing when to speak, knowing when not to speak, knowing when to share my opinion and when not to share my opinion, knowing that when things are like with the pandemic, how many of you actually went to the store and bought a surplus of things? Just so your family would not be without when the second wave hit like it did in November. Like we were being told all throughout the summer, the wave was going to hit again. How many of you actually just sat down and waited for somebody else to bring you something? Or your, you know, if if you're married, did you just wait for your husband to go out and get the extra toilet paper and paper towel and wipes and Lysol when you saw it on the shelf? So when it hit, you're scrambling, trying to put it together. No, you plan ahead. You know, this is going to be happening. So go ahead and prep for that. That's what a Proverbs 31 woman does. She preps before time. I had to go be with my mom for a couple of days this past weekend. And, you know, my family doesn't cook. So what did I do? I cooked enough food for the weekend. So that my family could eat and not eat out every day. Save that money. Go to the store before you leave. Prep some stuff. Put it in Ziploc bags. Put it in Tupperware bowls. So that your family will be able to carry on as if you were still there. That's what a Proverbs 31 woman does. Operate in wisdom. Number two, she has self-respect. Self-respect is taking care of yourself. I respect myself enough to carry myself in a respectful way, a regard of doing the right thing for yourself. Now, Proverbs 31 and 22 says she, she does her own sewing and everything she wears is beautiful. Now, we're not going to the store and buying material anymore. Now, some of us still do so. I sew, but the clothes I wear on a regular basis is not the clothes that I made. But what we do do is go to the store and buy clothes that represents our husbands or the husband that you want to have. I I look at it like this. When my husband um, not just met me, but when we started dating, I I was always a nice dresser. Of course, we went to church all the time. So I dressed um, the Talbert's way, the very conservative and um, that that style that never goes out of style. You know, that ladylike style, your skirts that you need, you know, I'm didn't wear pants, you know, unless it was some workout clothes, (laughs) you know, so I was, he said I was the mother Sherman type, but I was classic in my, my clothing. And when I walked out, I was always together. So I attracted a man that walks out who is always together. But as I've gotten older, I've learned how to relax and, you know, and put on a nice sweatsuit, 
put on a pair of Timberlands and some jeans because he is also that man who will put on a ball cap and put on, excuse me, and put on his, um, his sneakers and take a walk. So I have become that person as well. If you want to attract a certain type, then you need to present yourself in a certain way. If you're a thug wife, and I've said that before, you're a thug, a thug girl, you're going to probably meet a thug husband because you're not going to meet the white collar man and you thuggish. Y'all, y'all not even hanging out in the same places. You're not reading the same material. You're not listening to the same music unless somebody's pretending to be something that they're not. But then that gets exposed too. So ladies always present who you are all the time. Don't be something that you're not. I watched a show um, Saturday night, um, the broken in broken in the heart. And the young lady was a, she was homeless, but she was an artist. The doctor ran into her um, by accident and he was mourning the death of his wife. But in, you know, long story short, they got together and he was a psychologist and she laid on the sofa. He took her through her little, you know, process of dealing with her arrested, arrested development of being raped as a child. She came through and the light bulb went off. But his therapist said to him, she's no longer the girl that you met. She's no longer in the same mindset. And you may not be attracted to her anymore, or she may not be attracted to you anymore. She may not need you anymore. Now that she has found the girl that she always wanted to be, now she has the ability to move forward. But love intervened and he did let her go and she realized and he realized that we love each other just the way we are so it worked opposites attract and that does happen but you gotta be going in the same route now when a woman a proverbs 31 woman operates with self-respect her home is clean yeah she makes her home comfortable for herself she makes it presentable she's not lazy so if I say I'm on my way over to your house and you say, what time you coming? <laughs> oh, oh, I'm coming now. Oh, wait a minute. Give me about an hour because what you need to do, pick up around the house, wash the dishes, throw the clothes in the closet, sweep the floor, sweep it under the rug because your home doesn't stay in a, in a, a presentable manner all the time. Now, your home should always be presentable. What if you have unannounced guests? Oh, hold on. Let me get these clothes off the sofa unless you're in the middle of folding clothes. You know? Oh, let me wash these dishes up that have been sitting there for two days. You know, so a husband, I don't care who he is or what he looks like or what background he came from. He doesn't want a lazy wife. A Proverbs 31 wife is able to enhance whatever she receives. She knows how to make lemonade out of lemon. She does not complain about what has been presented to her. She takes it and she does her very best with it. If all you have is one egg, 
a little bit of flour and some lard. You need to know how to knead that stuff up and make some biscuits. <laughs> and y'all have some biscuits and syrups and open up a can of peaches. That's what my mom used to do when we were kids. When we didn't have a full breakfast or a full meal. She knew how to go in that kitchen and get some lard and some flour and knead that stuff. Put some milk in there, some buttermilk. Put it in there and make some biscuits. Or are you going to holler and scream at him and say you should have gone and gotten us some breakfast from McDonald's when he don't have no McDonald's money. A Proverbs 31 woman takes responsibility and she has self-respect. She not only keeps her house clean, she keeps her body clean. She takes showers every day. Don't let a day go by and you didn't take a shower. She shampoos her hair every week. And if you work out like me, it's not going to be fixed every day. It's just not going to be fixed every day. I work out. So it stays short so I can lay it down. At least it's presentable. It's not sticking up all over my head. Right. And when it's time for me to go get it cut, get it shaped up real good, I go and do that. Time for a relaxer. I get it done. You exercise and you eat right. Don't let yourself go down if you're trying to be attracted to a certain man, a certain husband. You want a man that has a six pack and you, you, you know, you just looking, you know, yeah, they're going to love us, but I'm just saying they have preferences too. They know what they like and you know what you like. So you present that which you want to be, be that which you want to be. So if you want him fit, then you come fit. You want him eating right, then you eat right. Y'all do it together. But if you come together and he's not, you know, he doesn't work out and you okay with that, I'm cool with that because I have one of those. He don't work out, but I'm I'm cool with that. <laughs> he doesn't stop me and I don't stop him. That's how it works. Waiting in God. The Proverbs 31 woman waits in God. Not just on God, but while she's waiting in God, she is doing the things of the Lord. Proverbs 31 and 22. Her husband, her husband is well known and respected in the city as a leader. He is a respected, well-known husband man in the city. How you represent your husband speaks more about him than it does you. When you are walking around looking all broken down, you know, like nobody loves you. I, will, I say looking like throwaway, like somebody just threw you away. Nobody wanted you. That's a reflection on your husband. So when you walk out looking like somebody cares about you, it's like, man, he must really be doing something right. Because that girl always got something. She always smiling. So as a single woman, present yourself already together. Present yourself already as if your husband is a king. And his name will be made known great among men. Because that's what happens. When my father passed, of course, we live in a small town. Everybody knows everybody, but everybody doesn't have a good name. And the people that came out 
at the gravesite. It was over a hundred people standing out in the cold to celebrate the life of my father, the man who was a great respected leader in the city based on how his wife carried herself and looked and did business and the way we, his children, grew up and carried ourselves and conducted ourselves as responsible citizens. That was a reflection on my father. How we turned out was a reflection on my dad, on my mom's husband. And yes, she has a part to do with it, but the husband is the leader of the family. As people look at the family and then determines how the husband behavior is at the home is at the home that's perceived when people look at the family they then determine how the husband is behaving at home the kids go go to school hungry and there's a dad in the household that he's not stepping up to the plate of being that provider if the wife is walking down the street and her clothes are all off or she runs out of gas because he didn't put gas in the car and or gave her money to put gas in the car or made sure she had gas in the car or money in her pocket so she can stop and go, that's a reflection on him. That really, and I know we live in the age where, you know, I'm every woman, it's all in me. Well, that's a problem. Because we are as the weaker vessel. Therefore, we're supposed to act as if we can't do it. But remember, we were a help meet. We were created for them. They need us. We can do this. We're the managers of the household. But you got to act like you don't know how to manage. Don't sit and let the house fall apart. But you got to be aware. We know husbands, man. If you if he walks into your house as a single woman and you got stuff broken and you're not thinking about getting this fixed, you got light bulbs out, he's going to say, man, she's going to do the same thing when we get married. She's not going to change no light bulbs. She <laughs> She's not even going to say we need some light bulbs. I was at my mom's house again this past weekend. And, of course, dad's gone now. There were light bulbs out. Okay, I unscrewed them. Okay, mom, we need a light bulb here. Where are the light bulbs? Let's fix it. The toilet seat was shaking in both bathrooms. I went to the kitchen, got a butter knife because that's what my grandma taught me. And I tightened up those bathroom seats. My dad had been sick. He couldn't do that stuff. And my mom's old too. So I know how to do stuff. I go and do it. Women, we need to know how to do things. Don't just sit and wait for the man to come and do it. You know how to do it. So when he marries you, he knows you know how to take care of business too. And I hope he don't just expect you to do it, but you still know how. If the wife is broken down, then the people will perceive that the husband is not taking care of his wife. If she's an emotional wreck, it looks as if he is not taking care of her emotional needs. 
We're waiting in God. So if you are waiting in God, you're waiting for a husband who will be that person that can support you when you are not feeling well, who can support you emotionally, who will be vulnerable enough to say, babe, I know you're not feeling well. I know you, for me, I know you just lost your dad. Just relax. Just, just take a break. You don't even have to do that. I got you. That's the type of husband we want. So you need to be waiting in God for that. Don't just settle because he makes six figures and drives a Mercedes Benz. It's beyond that now, man. We can make drive our own Mercedes Benz. It's got to be spiritual. It has to be intellectual. He ha- It has to be stimulating. The conversations have to be stimulating. The life together has to be about teamwork. If the husband is walking with the Lord, then it will show through his family. Pray for what you want. Pray for who you want. Pray for that. And then you prepare yourself for that. Will you be the submitted wife? Because you have been making all the decisions all your single life. Will you be able to submit? And I'm not saying you don't have your own mind because that's not what it is. It's you saying, okay, hun, that's the best thing for the family. Even if you know it's not the best thing for the family, you are still able to submit to that. And then you go and pray and say, Lord, let him see that's not the right thing to do. And when it falls through, you don't remind him that it wasn't the right thing to do. So we don't want to do that type of stuff as a wife because we don't ever want to demasculate our husbands. So if you are a single woman and you're demasculating him now, you're going to demasculate him when you get married. So if a man is listening to that and your girl is demasculating you now, red sign, you might need to walk away. Build the relationship with God first. Then you will hopefully avoid much of the heartaches and destructions associated with making the wrong decisions in relationships and getting into bad relationships. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6 and 3. Seek God first in all things so the first one was what wisdom having knowledge and knowing when to apply it that's what a proverbs 31 woman does she is a pcp a preventative care provider number two she has self-respect she takes care of herself she grooms herself she makes the home comfortable for not just herself for her husband for her children And for those that come in to visit, she's not lazy. She's thoughtful. She's understanding. Then she's waiting in God, not just on God. She's waiting in God. As she waits in God, when he does come, his name will be made great in the city. And God will bring him before great men. She will already know how to submit. Because she submits to God's will. So she'll know how to submit to her husband's will. 
And finally, the transition to marriage. I want to read this part in the book. The transition to marriage. It's not just about, um, again, um, having good fun times all the time. Marriage has challenges. It really does. <laughs> it really does. Marriage is not a reward for doing well. Marriage is not a reward for you abstaining from having sex. Now we can have sex because we've been dating all this time and let's get married and we can do that. No. Yes, the word of God says to get married, multiply, multiply. And all, the only way to multiply is to have sex and the, you know, the whole getting pregnant happens. But that's not the only part of marriage. Marriage is a step toward building the kingdom of God. Marriage represents the body of Christ. So if you're not building the body of Christ in your marriage, you might have just waited to get married. Because marriage is about building the kingdom of God. That's what marriage is. When we submit, God will confirm within us whether a man who approaches us is the one. If you're walking in God, the Holy Spirit will let you know if he's the one for you. Yeah, he sure will. Spiritual Maturity is needed in order to produce the kingdom of God within our marriage and in our household as a single woman. Spiritual maturity is needed to tell you when to do what you need to do. The wisdom that is needed comes from spiritual maturity. Just like there are some things that you can't do in the natural without being mature. You're just not mature enough to understand this. You haven't been through enough. My grandma would say, you're still green and wet behind the ears. You don't know what to do. You're not mature enough. And it's the same way. When young people get married, man, I wasn't ready to get married at 23. I wasn't mature enough. And God knows I wasn't spiritually mature, even though I had been in the church all my life. But I wasn't, I, I was not prepared to be anyone's wife that's why i didn't last not only that's why i didn't last it wasn't god's will either philippians 3 and 6 says nevertheless whereto we have already attained let us walk by the same rule let us mind the same things so we must already be on the same page and walking the same path and listening to the same thing and walking to the beat of the same drum you can't be going left and he's going right and y'all never come together now yeah you can go left and he can go right do his own thing you can do your own thing but at some point we got to come back to the centralized point and do what we were designed to do in this relationship which was to build the kingdom of god not just your kingdom not just your your um your uh, likes and you building your own platform and it's all about you and God is not a part of it. It's about the kingdom of God. That's why we prepare ourselves in God so that we can be able to build the kingdom of God. 
Prosperity cannot manifest itself if both partners are not truly submitted to God. And this is my final thought. Prosperity cannot manifest itself if both parties are not truly submitted to God and the will of God. That's why when the word says, um, how can two walk together if they don't agree? That won't happen if you're not both submitted to the Lord. Prosperity, the way God intended for it to be, that's peace in the home. Even in the midst of trouble, you will have peace in your home. You will not lack for anything, nothing. Things will begin to happen in your life. And you'd be like, how does that? oh my god we got this oh my god god made a way yes he did why because we are doing it the way the word of god said we are submitted our lives to god we're not doing anything that's going to cause our blessings to be hindered and this is another thing women when we operate according to the word of god and we're praying and seeking god for our husbands the blessings come. The blessings will not come where we're complaining and always finding the negative. Find good in all, even in the bad. Prosperity cannot manifest itself if both parties are not truly submitted to God. Submit your ways to the Lord. Seek him first. That's what the word of God says. Seek him first. That's with all things. Even in how you prepare yourself. Let's go back over these. So the first one was wisdom. The second one was self-respect. Number three, waiting in God. And number four, transitioning to marriage as you are waiting in God. I pray this was helpful to you all. It was blessed. It was a blessing to me. I tell you, every time I teach these lessons, I learn something myself, not just about um, how it is to be a wife, but what I still need to work on for Lisa. Share the word of God with your friends. Share it with your page. Don't forget, God wants you whole. God wants you blessed. God wants you at peace and that's with all men let's close out with a short word of prayer lord we thank you again today for your love and your grace we thank you for your mercy we thank you for protecting us we thank you for keeping us we thank you for just covering us with your blood we thank you for this lesson as we continue to prepare ourselves to be that proverbs 31 woman who walks in wisdom who does have self-respect, who is waiting in you, and who understands without you, oh God, we cannot submit to any husband or anything. We ask that you give us a blessed week. Continue to, to touch the bereaved, the brokenhearted. Let them know that you are still in control. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Now, you go. Make it a wonderful, wonderful week. Remember, share, share, share. Like, like, like. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the channel and to the podcast. 
And as I always say, what? A centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. Oh, and don't forget to join me Monday through Friday. Facebook for Lisa 6 and 3 where I give you your morning devotion and God's strength for you this day. Be blessed.